0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Happy uh, July 4th weekend. Fortunately, we uh, we got a little busy early in this week. We were not able to put together two episodes this week, so we're going to put together the best of and most uh, interesting news information we can for this upcoming week, or uh, in the last week, I guess. I am your host, Kyle Ranney. You were... Joining, as always, Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. And uh, we'll jump right underway. Got a bunch of different news things. going to talk about how they matter and stuff like that. Uh, First and foremost, we'll start off with the Dallas Cowboys. Linebacker Damone Clark, fifth-round pick, is expected to miss the entire 2022 season while he recovers from his spinal fusion surgery. A guy who many thought if had not been for the surgery that Clark would have a a very strong chance of being a a guy who really could have been a second, third-round pick, uh, the first two-day draft pick. Um, But now we wait a full season, most likely, until Dallas and all the fans get to see what Timon Clark can do at the pro level. Um, ESPN's Mike Rothstein is expecting Atlanta Falcons running back Tyler Algier, Algier. to be a lock competing for a top two running backs carries at Atlanta, expecting Damian Williams most likely to be looking as a kick returner, special teams type player. The Browns linebacker Anthony Walker says the team did not have any camaraderie last season. He adds the team functions as much more of a unit this upcoming season, more like the Colts did when he was as part of that team. The Jacksonville Jaguars running back, James Robinson, well recover or is recovering from his torn Achilles still and expected to split carries with Travis Etienne once he's healthy. However, it is not expected that he will be ready by training camp start. The Houston Texans plan on taking their third overall pick in Derek Stingley and making him heavily involved in the return game. Stingley expected to become a guy who they're going to look to and try to get the ball rolling. Although he's a defensive player. um, So interesting tidbit there. The Northern Saints, Alvin Kamara is bracing for a six game suspension. It will be uh something to follow along with. Also has been listed that even if he's not extended or if he's not suspended yet, Mike Florio believes that Kamara may miss additional time while awaiting a plea deal prior to uh, his suspension. So as we'll see how that really starts to um, lock out, but Mike Florio believing that you're going to be looking at a long-term outage this upcoming year for Alvin Kamara. Packers tight end Mercedes Lewis is planning on not only playing this upcoming season, but the following season as well. Uh, This upcoming season, Mercedes Lewis will tie the NFL record for most seasons played by a tight end, tying Jason Witten and Tony Gonzalez. If he plays one more season, he will own the record solely. Uh, So that is his current goal, is to break the record for most seasons played in the NFL as a starting tight end, or shall we say, active tight end. Vikings running back Delvin Cook is expected to be a focal point of the new Minnesota offense this year. Changing over head coaches, coordinators, expected to be more of a run-heavy style. He's expecting to see anywhere from 25 to 30 carries, plus five to 10 catches a game, at least per his word. Fantasy owners take note. Providing he can stay healthy and stay at stay up, Delvin or Delvin Cook might really be worth your bang for your buck in that mid-first round. The LA Rams coaching staff is glowing over free agent acquisition Allen Robinson, a wide receiver. Uh, noting the crispness and talent in his route tree, stating that he's even better than Cooper Cup on some of these routes that he does indeed run. An interesting thing to hear after Cup, was just paid so much. Pete Carroll is stating that currently running or quarterback Geno Smith is still the number one quarterback on the team. It has not become Drew Locke's team yet. And it will take a lot of preseason to figure out who is going to be the starter, but Pete Carroll currently siding with Geno is that number one. The Saints have extended linebacker DeMario Davis, one year, $12 million, will also help with the cap hit of Davis going forward. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool uh, has stated, a uh, true head-scratcher, that he believes he's a top-three wide receiver. No, not on the team overall, entirely, like Like, one, two, and three. Like, he's better than Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. He's better than Stephon Diggs. He's better than Tariq Hill. He's a top three receiver. I just, I don't see it. Um, Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury, praising running back NO Benjamin for taking strides to be a better running back this upcoming season, says that it's showing not just with him, but in the competition between him and James Conner, will be interesting to see if he can fend off Daryl Williams, who was recently signed there as the number two, and uh, continue to hold on to that backup job. Obviously, uh, Chase Edmond no longer there. They do need a new number two. Patrick Mahomes is a big fan of uh, MVS. MVS coming over from Green Bay. He's picking up the offense. He's proving his speed is a real factor, and he knows where to be and when to be. Uh, so MVS Marquez Valdez-Scanling really proving to be a Patrick Mahome toy, shall we say. A unnamed Seattle Seahawks rep stating that Russell Wilson had gotten tired of Brian Schottenheimer, his offense coordinator and play caller, wanted the team to move on, and that was part of where that fracture in division came. Uh, really wanted to change up the way the offense was being was playing and calling plays, it ultimately didn't go well, and we've got Russ Wilson cooking in Denver and no longer Seattle. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen has already taken weight to praise wide receiver Jamison Crowder on his route running and his professionalism in the locker room. Uh, good signs for anybody who's looking at Crowder as being a potential sleeper pick this year in fantasy, a guy who was always kind of around with the Jets in Washington and never really had that good quarterback now he gets to go with Josh Allen, who's a de facto top five quarterback, who's already praising him for the work he's putting in. Washington Commanders quarterback coach Ken Zamp- or Zampis is speaking highly of rookie Jahan Dotson through camp so far. Uh, says he's looked very good and very professional for being a first-year guy. Excited to see where he goes. And no, that's no longer just a smokescreen because the Washington Commanders have signed – Terry McLaren, three-year, $71 million. An extension there, taken care of and added. Uh, The concern being Terry might not stay, but uh, now they have possibly double Terrys in uh, Scary Terry and Baby Terry himself being Jahan Dotson. Austin Eckler, LA Chargers, has stated he's expecting two split reps, waiting to see which running back will step up and take carries with him. Made made notably statements here that you know he started his career as a guy who was doing that with the Chargers. He he was a a special teamer. He started taking reps from um, Melvin Gordon and then eventually became the number one. So he's expecting someone else to step up and take those reps now. (laughs) Ravens tight end coach George Godsey. Impressed by both Charlie Kohler and Isaiah Likely, the two fourth-round picks of the Ravens, work ethic and progression so far. He says they've been in the building nonstop. They're really working to learn the roles and the routes and competing very well for a roster spot. Um, Kohler being a six-foot-seven build, Likely being a little smaller 6'4, but a absolute straight-line burner if a tight end. He had 12 touchdowns last year uh, playing for Coastal Carolina is it really impossible that Baltimore rolls out a heavy tight end set in most of their offense? It's kind of how they tend to work the best. You spent two fourth round picks on it. You already have Mark Andrews. You have Nick Boyle. I wouldn't be shocked to see all three of those tight ends be prolific in the Baltimore offense. Um, The Cowboys linebacker slash edge rusher, Micah Parsons is aiming to break the single season sack record. He stated You know, 15, man, I think I can definitely do that. But 23 is the goal. So, uh, Michael Parsons coming out expecting and hoping for a minimum of 15 sacks. High end would like to shatter the goal in his second year as a a pro with 23 sacks in his second year. Jags offense coordinator, Press Taylor, commented on Travis Etienne, the speed is real. Most people would go, that's not that's not great news like you know whatever it's okay he's fast we knew that but he's coming from a severe foot injury in which you could have seen some of that that speed seeped with that injury especially if it was lingering uh that is pretty big news for you as a fantasy consumer if his coaches are saying like you know he's he's got all his burst back he's looking good he's really fast that's well worth my bang for my buck i'm willing to take a shot at that point in time now (laughs) that etn is indeed back and healthy uh, one of the best running backs in college football two years ago. Yes, we know he came off that that untimely foot injury, but if he's coming back and looking healthy, that's a good news. Uh, many scouts around the league. This is an intriguing one. This, this makes it look like Houston did something foreshadowing smart for once. Many scouts around the league believe that Davis Mills could have become a 2022 first-round quarterback with one more year at Stanford. Obviously, that didn't happen. He declared a year early after his third year at Stanford. And the Houston Texans got him in the third round. They've continued to commit, saying that Davis Mills is their number one guy going forward. Um, So Houston might have looked like they robbed the bag here. Got a guy who might have been a first this year for a third last year, and, you know, good for Houston. Maybe that's a good sign. Chargers head coach Brandon Staley calls Jalen Goyton a camp standout so far. Says he's done all the little things right. He's continued to tweak and adjust as he's, come into camp and he's been absolutely electric. So uh intriguing to say the least as they've they've put a couple first or uh mid-round draft picks into the receiver room as of late. Goyton is hanging tough though. He does not want to give up that job as the number three receiver. The San Francisco 49ers, Trey Lance is being reported to have formed a very strong, very good chemistry with slot receiver Jawan Jennings. You might ask why does that matter? What who is he Juana Jennings notably had a phenomenal end of last season. Um I mean, he his last game of the season itself was was electric when he was out there. Took over a lot during some injuries, and could ultimately step up a little bit more, given we we start to see you know, where we're going and what we're dealing with, if Debo stay or not. Um down the line, finished last season with 24 catches on 38 targets, 282 yards. And five touchdowns in sixteen games, uh, sixteen catches for two hundred and twelve, and or sixteen catches for two hundred twelve yards in the final five games. With so eleven of those going for either a touchdown or a first down, Jennings became a clutch player in that San Fran offense, and he might be worth a late round stash. Uh, definitely worth kick or picking up and snagging if he's still on the waiver wires in your dynasty leagues. The we got Josh Allen again. Josh Allen mentions that wide receiver Tavon Austin is one of the best types of veteran presence you could hope for. Says that a lot of these kids that are now in this room grew up watching him, watching his West Virginia highlights, knowing the type of talent he is, and he doesn't find that as a falling short stage. He shares what should be done and how to better prepare yourself as a pro in this league, and people are all listening when Tavon talks. A very good locker room presence for the Bills to have added. And we'll see if Tavon can catch on and hang with the Bills and possibly make a run for a Super Bowl for once in his career here. Best of luck to him. The Washington Commanders have high hopes that wide receiver Curtis Samuel will also come back and look great. Um, Everybody on that staff so far, Taylor Heineke, um, Carson Wentz, Ron Rivera have all stated that Samuels look great. He's shifty. He's quick. He's, he can make anybody miss at all times. Like he's juking in a phone booth. So let's see if he can come back healthy. And if we can get a Curtis Samuel year from two years ago and less like last year, Chicago bears, wide receiver, Darnell Mooney, praising his new head coach, Matt Eberflus uh, says the communication has been key. Everybody knows where they should be, when they should be and how they should be. It's not as much of a chaotic mess as last year. Quote, uh, also going to note the game in which Justin Fields was sacked nine times. He's uh, he's really put over and been impressed by the new coaching staff and thinks it will pan out well to make this team a much more reasonable and possibly winning squad. The Washington Commanders again. Confident in tight end rookie Cole Turner uh, as a pass catcher. They know what he was able to do with Nevada, having led the team now it's his job to show that he can also be a run blocker, or a blocker in general. Um, Turner really has to go lock in that option to see some early playing time. Uh, Washington's not completely sold the tight end, though, as they also took former fourth-round pick Antonio Gandy-Golden and put him at tight end this spring. So Washington's looking to see how they can get these guys on the field and maybe in a tight end role, and they're A-OK doing so. One of my favorite bits of news on the day, New York Giants wide receiver Kadarius Tony is commanding, as he called him, Coach Dabes, Brian Dable, for giving leeway in the route running. He said many times coaches are way too strict. Yeah, got to run it like the X's and O's. I don't want any liability. You can't stray left or right in a foot in each direction. I want you to run it this exact way. He says Dable, on the other hand, allows it to be dog work. Get open. Find a way. This is the route I want you to start with, but make an adjustment if you need to to find yourself open. Tony thinks this will help him regain the form that everybody saw out of him at Florida. So, very intrigued. Kadarius Tony had some very big games last year with a lackluster coaching staff. Can Brian Dable find a way to make Kadarius Tony the first-round pick we knew he was? Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback or head coach Mike Tomlin says no to an Antonio Brown reunion. Says so we all know how that's gonna go. It's not even feasible, and it's not even possible. Uh, shutting the door before the door can even be considered to open. And last but not least, we'll finish with some Colts news here. Colts Colts head coach Frank Reich is touting tight end Jelani Woods. Uh really boasting about his speed and his size. Compares him to a better or to a bigger Moale Cox. Obviously, probably a good situation to be in if he's learning from Moale Cox. Um, Things he'll be able to get on the field this year. And he can prove that he's going to be a very strong player, expecting him to hang about 25 to 30 additional pounds to become a better blocker as well. And lastly, wide receiver Paris Campbell is working with the ones while returning from from his injury and has been getting nods from everybody from Frank Reich to Matt Ryan to Michael Pittman Jr. That all say Paris looks great currently. A guy who, if you've ever had him in fantasy, he's good to string together four or five very good games and then tends to deal with an untimely injury. So maybe the best of news for Paris Campbell here, as he looks to finally stay healthy. But guys, I think that'll about do it for this week. A very uneventful week. Next week hopefully we should be back with a little bit more and possibly getting a possibly getting a a fun interview in there as well. If you're still listening to us and following around with your news boost, thank you very much. Um we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Herapy Sessions Buffalo. Matt at Herd Dat Designs, Charlie at Renegade Studios down in St. Pete, Florida. He's wonderful and a computer wizard if you need graphic work. Uh, Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And, of course, our dude Kyle with Chicken Dippin'. Uh, Kyle and I will be together in just about two months now, September 3rd. We'll actually be seeing him come back up to Buffalo as we get to hang out for WingFest with him. Uh, and the reason that he's such a great sponsor is because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. Nothing goes better with chicken wings than blue cheese out of a chicken dipping cup. That's right. Get yourself a wonderful ramekin, whether it be plastic or stainless steel. Check them out online at chicken underscore dipping on Instagram or com on the interweb. And use code 716 at checkout for 15% off your order. But, guys, until next time, we'll talk to you guys next week. And you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.